Hi, I'm Joss. Hi, I'm Claudia. And this is the Let's Get Down to Business podcast. We're two cousins on opposite ends of the globe with a lot of opinions about figure skating. And we are here to deliver the news, recaps, and work on my self-confidence so it gets to the level of the American inflatable Uncle Sam in the kissing cry. Wow, we have come to the end of this insane season already. And obviously this has been capped off by the 2021 World Team Trophy, which did go on. And I think by this point, everyone's just tired of the season, but also excited for World Team Trophy and also just tired of this season. Tired <laughs> of this season. Oh, yes. Uh this is the last, I guess, official recap episode of the podcast season. Um, however, we do have our next episode is literally my favorite thing that I I've know, ever done. Me too. I don't even think that's an exaggeration. <laughs> it is very exciting. Uh, so definitely keep your eyes peeled and ears peeled for that. Um, and then following that, we will be doing like an awards show kind just of thing. A not a show. Not a show whatsoever. Yeah, it's not yeah, a show. A I mean, ISU has their own awards show. And, I, and we were just like, well, it'd be fun to do our own as well. So it's just going to be loose fun and just general chit chat. Okay, we have a long episode for you today. Uh, we're actually going to cover all the events in this one episode because that's just how it's going to be. Uh, I think this episode is going to be more chill uh, because it was just fun. World Team Trophy is It's supposed fun. to be Not fun. Not for Scott Moyer. For Not other for folks, Scott probably. Moyer. <laughs> but we're just going to have a bunch of fun in this episode. We've already seen a lot of these programs this season, so... You know, we're just going to be focusing on the teams, the energy, and plus, that was the most fun bit about it, wasn't it? Yes, it was. I'm not a very patriotic person, but with Jason Brown's energy, I just might be. I agree with that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Why don't we start off with some news? Yes. So prior to this event, this was really sad, actually. Matteo Rizzo withdrew from the event. And this was due to a positive COVID test. So Matteo did quite well at Worlds, but unfortunately contracted COVID-19 in the period between Worlds ending and departing for World Team Trophy. So he couldn't leave. Um, He said that he was doing 14 days of quarantine and after that getting another PCR test. He had a whole post on his Instagram, so go read that and give him support. Very disappointing, obviously. Hope, you know, everyone is safe and healthy around him. Looks like he's taking the right precautions. But yeah, it was mentioned that Matteo would be replaced by Gabriel Frangipani, who was the reserve. But it was also previously said that Gabriel couldn't compete at World Team Trophy due to some like hitches. So Daniel Grassel ended up being the only male skater for Team Italy. And... You know, he did he did better than some some teams who had two men. <laughs> that he did. Oh, our boy Daniel. <laughs> well, technically it's Daniel and the Joker, so there were it was two men. Two men all what along. What are you talking about? We we covered this in the world's yeah, episode. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yes, that's pretty much the only news point coming into World Team Trophy. So I guess let's move on to the event. Team captains, let's talk about them. 
Oh my gosh, I think these are such interesting, well chosen, and and wisely chosen team captains. Yes. Uh, Well, let's start with the obvious one. I think the obvious one is that Team USA's captain is Jason Brown. Duh. I mean, duh. Couldn't have been anyone else. Although it actually could have been Jean-Luc, but I think Jean-Luc was a great substitute coach for Nathan, and that was his role (laughs) in a SpongeBob mask. In a SpongeBob mask. Him and SpongeBob. Um, okay, the next team captain that I think was a pretty obvious choice, uh, Team Russia's captain was Elizaveta Tukhmishva. The only female captain amongst all of these team captains. So, but yes, it was very well deserved. It's the logical choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, team Canada's captain was Nam Nguyen, who I think, great choice. 10 out of 10 choice. Definitely. And he... <laughs> He gave so much energy the entire way through the competition. It was nuts. But as Simon, the uh, the commentator, liked to call him, um, Nam Naguyan, <laughs> and just said Naguyan oh. around 10,000 times. And we were all just like, stop. We miss he, Mark Henry. He had Henry. a few interesting... Oh, we miss Mark Hanready so much. But Simon had very inter- interesting pronunciations. It's almost like he didn't watch Worlds or... Follow skating. We had Anna Shabakova. Oh, that was the, that was the we, big one. That I was gonna say. <laughs> but like the emphasis right was just mouth. so strong. Anyway, team captains. Team France was captained by Kevin Amos, who was just, I guess, he was exploding with pride about Team France, and it was like the nicest thing to see. I love Team France. They were so patriotic. Oh my gosh, they were so. It was good. them with the lightsaber, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Oh my gosh. Stop. And they had they had their chef's hats on, they had their berets. One my of them babe. had like a slotted spoon for like babe. being a French babe. chef. They were so good throughout the entire event. I think they should have won the like the team award at the end. But alas, it actually went to Italy who act, who did a really good job as well. They were captained by Matteo Guarisi and Team Japan was captained by Kihara Ryuichi. He managed to pull his team together with awesome coordinated Uchiwa fans with one side being baby photos and the other side being adult photos of all the team members. And I thought that was like the best thing. You know, when I saw those photos, the first thing I thought was Damn, I hope no one digs up my embarrassing childhood (laughs) photos for people to see. But then my second thought was, are my adult photos any better? And that answer was a negatory. So that's all I have to add to that conversation. My addition would be that I look the exact same from like two minutes out of the womb to 24 years out of the womb, not room. Oh, that's really true. You do look the same. I look the exact same. (laughs) No lies detected. The team captains did an amazing job and they did their best to get their team to winning that $1 million prize money, which was like insane. But then I was like, oh yeah, split however many ways, plus like expensive ass flights during this period of the world. I'm like, uh, you know, the things I would do for a million dollars, I work at a very underpaid job. So just the notion of a million dollars is like, I would haul my ass onto that ice to skate for a million dollars. I would. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe you should have maybe you should have applied to be that mascot who you know went out and skated did sit spins did a toe loop you i can do a sit that. spin that's a lie i cannot yeah. do a sit spin i don't know why that just came out of my mouth so confidently <laughs> like so i reckon you could uh, thanks for the uh, confidence the vote of confidence no there. worries <laughs> i think the biggest kind of thing that world team trophy was buzzed with was that there was an audience in the arena i mean there was very clear 
distancing measures in place, for example, like marked seats where you can't sit in the seats close to the ice, people were separated by cardboard cutouts of people, pets, cartoons, etc. But literally everyone is wearing a mask and doing it properly. And so hooray Japan. And also just kind of like this alternate universe feeling. Like I had that feeling at all the Russian competitions where they were packed like sardines in the audience. But even though they were a little spaced out, still very alternate universe feeling going on. I mean, some it was very like households were separated, but households was like N number of people. Yes. Well, <laughs> so. uh, it looked as though all the other precautions apart from the audience were taken pretty much the same as Worlds. Um, it was also very interesting because some folks sent people directly from Worlds. Uh, some people like Team Canada sent everyone who did not go to Worlds. And obviously that had everything to do with borders and quarantine guidelines, etc., etc. But just very interesting, the guidelines as they are. It legit just clicked that this is probably the first and only international competition this season where the skaters will essentially have a not a full arena of people but a, let's just say full arena of people in the audience and so like I'm just so happy for the skaters who really thrive off having that support um in in the stands and plus having it be world team trophies that would be like doubly awesome for them yeah I think it was really interesting I mean should it have happened who knows but it, it's nice to to have that at least once this season for for an international competition. And let's move on to probably one of my favorite things uh, of the entire event, and that was the opening ceremony. Oh my gosh, so good. Uh, the moose. As a Canadian, I appreciate a good moose. So Canada entered as a moose line. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> Nam was the moose head. Roman was wearing a Canadian flag poncho, and they were conga lining straight to the center. Uh, that, that showed great patriotism team france also entered awesomely they came in with french flag masks uh, the girls were wearing red berets and the guys were wearing white chef hats team italy followed them entering wearing italian flag masks and they were double masks too so like good job and then they had like uh what's it called it's dr seuss cat in the hat type hats Wow, that's a lot of hats in a sentence. The colored in red, white, and green. As a non-hat wearer, um, that's more hats that I probably worn all year. Oh my god, I can't wear hats as well. My my head just doesn't like hats, and also like just very anyway. unfortunate. But Canada, okay. So the only people dancing in that moose conga line were Roman, Nam, and Gabby, and everyone else was standing there kind of awkwardly. Which I'm like, okay, I feel like this is your first big international competition, and Gabby, Nam, and Roman are all just like, yeah, we've been here and done that. Uh, but it was like very clear division. It definitely was. The U.S. always very patriotic as Americans are. Caitlin and Jean Luc, uh, however, were just, um, gosh, what do you call them? Um. Printouts, cutouts. Popsicle heads. Popsicle heads? Yeah, because they want popsicle sticks. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking of when you said popsicle heads. I was thinking of like, oh my gosh, this is so appropriate. But like, I don't know if you have these in Australia, but like in the US, when you go to ice cream trucks, sometimes they have like this very misshapen SpongeBob ice cream bar. <laughs> okay, so we have like shit like Buffalo Bill and... Okay, I get it. We don't have SpongeBob, but we have something similar. Okay, we... Definitely took a brief break to uh, so I can Google SpongeBob ice cream bar to show Claudia, and she was literally terrified. But anyways. <laughs> yes, following Team USA was Team Russia. They were coming in with, like, basic black masks that looked recycled from Worlds <laughs> and their tracksuits. 
um, except for Anna, because she was wearing her own mask. And I was just like, well, queen. <laughs> and Lisa was the only one wearing a, like, a Russian flag colored hat. When I mean, okay, I guess she, she was the team captain, but yeah. But then, like, the only choreographic moment they had in their, I guess, entrance was them doing, like, hip and belly bumps. Anyway, go go watch it. It's somewhere. It's fun. <laughs> but then Team Japan coming in last, not last place, as in f- final people to um, enter because host country and all, they were wearing all black and they had white masks. It's like, a- applause for consistency. Uh, do I have to take a shot for every member of Team Japan? Guys, if you don't know what I mean by that, last episode where we talked about World Gala, I took a hypothetical shot for everybody who was dressed in all black. Uh, so that's it. But the funniest thing to me, though, was Japan. <laughs> Team Japan went straight to their dugout and not in kind of like the display area. And so like half of the team, I think it was Kaori who was just like, yo, guys, like, come back. We're supposed to be here. And the other half is already gone. <laughs> and the camera's just like, who do I follow? Oh it was so chaotic. <laughs> that is so funny. It was so chaotic actually hysterical okay well that is the opening ceremony why oh that was not a word ceremony Ceremony. (laughs) excuse me uh why don't we talk about maybe just like where the teams came in i mean i don't think is like super surprising but in first place it was russia uh, in second place, I mean, was... they did send all their world champions. Yes, they they did bring every single one of their world champions. Uh, in second place, we had the U.S. Um, and very very close third was Japan. Uh, they only had three team points under the U.S. Um, and then in fourth place, we had Italy. In fifth place, we had France. And in sixth place, we had Canada. This event was just a lot of fun. No surprises that Russia won. I think it was really fun to see USA and Japan battle it out for second and third. And it was also nice to see other countries skate, especially like some people who didn't even compete at world. And especially for the Canadians, this is their first big international competition or probably like actual competition all season. All right. I think that is enough gabbing for the intro. Why don't we start off with... I'm just gabbing gonna, about gabbing about <laughs> pairs. Let's gab about pairs. Sure. Okay, let's start with Canadian team Lorianne Matt and Thierry Ferland. She is 21, he is 23. And okay, before we get into anything, you guys know we like ISU bios and all of that cool fun stuff. So TV Asahi did they had a web the world team trophy website and they had profiles on every skater and they did like fun q a things so we found out that Lorianne her favorite foods are sushi and pasta and thierry's favorite foods are cheesecake oh that's it and Just i was cheesecake. like yes all right and i'm like i approve like highly highly approve wait hold on i'm looking at it now and it says that thierry's hobbies are sports dance and calisthenics aren't calisthenics like push-ups and jumping jacks. So he means sports, dance, and figure skating training. <laughs> For sports, dance, and conditioning. And condi- which, I mean, calisthenics can be fun, but like... I've never actually heard someone say that they enjoy calisthenics enough to put it in their bio. They skated their short program to A Woo by Sophie Tucker and their free program to Waves by Dean Lewis. It was a bunch of fun. I think they had really good music choices and I think it was just great to get some competitive ice under their feet. Yeah, it definitely was. Uh, It was not their strongest performance. 
Um, the lifts just kind of looked not very smooth in both the short and the free. The side-by-side jumps just did not go very well. All in all, not probably what they were looking for, but I am really glad that they got to come out to Japan and just compete. I think that is really important, especially at the end of the season. Yes, and that definitely extends also to the French delegation, Cleo Hamon and Denis Strakalin, who skated to Kill of the Night by Jin Wigmore for their short and the Fifth Element soundtrack for their free skate. Yes, uh, so in their Q&A, oh, Cleo's favorite food is salmon pasta? That's like oddly, that's like hashtag oddly specific. <laughs> I, I wonder almost if this is like salmon and pasta, not like salmon pasta. Like I wonder how you would, like, is that just like a salmon filet on top of pasta? Like I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I feel, I, I feel like that could work as well, salmon pasta. I feel like I've definitely had something similar. But anyway, uh, Cleo was super happy with their performance in the short program. And it was just, it was super nice to see because they came 20th at Worlds and their skate at World Team Trophy, they scored 10 points above their Worlds short program score. And yeah. it's obviously their season's best. And it was just Cute. They were so happy with their performance, especially in the short program. Um, their costumes, not the most interesting costumes. However, I did notice that her nails were painted the colors of the French flag. So nice. Love a detail nail. Mm-hmm. And Team France was decked out in like wigs, sunnies, matching hoodies. I'm so here for it. They were hyping everyone up. Yes. Uh, fortunately, their costumes did get a lot more interesting for their free program, which was to the Fifth Element soundtrack. I mean, they had to. It was like very on point costumes for their music. Not as great of a skate um, compared to their short program, but they still scored a season's best. And also, Kevin Amos, being the team captain that he is, in the Kiss and Cry, held up a sign saying, Get well soon, May, we miss you. Oh, which is all true. I wonder yes. how she's doing. I hope she's doing okay. She's a fighter. We know that. She's great. I love her. Anyways. What we also deserved, questionably, to know, is the return of King and Queen of Unitards. And we're, of course, talking about Nicole Delamonica and Matteo Guarice. Let's go through some Q&A. Nicole's favorite song is Bon Jovi's It's My Life. Quality choice, though. But also very, like, JCPenney in the shoe section. I, w- I was I was gonna say it was very much um, five drinks in and twelve thirty in the morning at karaoke. Why is it only karaoke? Just like a house party. I hate karaoke. It makes me so anxious. I, hate I like it. to karaoke by myself without a mic. Anxious. Thank you. Yeah, alone in my room. Oh my gosh, I'm also looking here and her favorite movie is Moulin Rouge. Really? I've never heard of it before. Well, there's a program for that. (laughs) Matteo's favorite sport other than figure skating is fishing and boxing. His favorite movie is Fight Club and his favorite food is either bolognese or tortellini. He can't decide. He can't decide. It's a tough choice, Matteo. It's It's a hard one. They just kind of like did not have the cleanest programs all around. They just kind of had like bobbles here and there, some scratchy jumps, not the cleanest landings. But they did pull off season's bests, which, okay, we're gonna, this is the first instance we're gonna talk about it. So I'm, I'm gonna take a swig of, my, swig of my drink. But World Team Trophy scoring was a hell lot better than World Scoring. Oh, just saying. yes. A lot of folks like got what they deserve. 
I love it. Racking up those miles in terms of how much better it was. <laughs> Which speaks more to how crappy Worlds was rather than World Team Trophy. Anyway, but next we're going to talk about... Oh my god, we we love this pair so much. And this is, of course, Team Japan skaters Miyoru Riku and Kihara Ryuchi. Oh my gosh, I love them so much. Like, they have so much chemistry, they have so much star power, and pizzazz. I've never used the word pizzazz in my entire life. It did not feel good <laughs> exiting my mouth. I'm just going to use it. I think they deserve it. They deserve a new vocab word for me. Um, I just love them. I'm so curious to see what's going to happen to them going into the Olympic season. I think they deserve some like real star power programs that display both of their star power because it's what they deserve. Yes. And when we go through their like bios and hobbies and question thingy mobobbies, you guys will see why. So uh, Ryuchi's motto, favorite motto is three meals a day. (laughs) Three meals a day. (laughs) Um, his favorite movie is also Back to the Future, and his favorite foods are corn roll, like the one in the conveyor belt sushi place. And I was like, that's very specific. <laughs> that's that's all very so specific. specific. I love it. Wait, but her favorite food is salmon, not salmon pasta. Mm. Is it this one that's like on the conveyor belt sushi? <laughs> is it the one that conveyor belt? too. Inquiring minds need to know. Yes. <laughs> anyway, we got to see their wonderful programs. Again, short program was to Hallelujah. Free program was to Woman by Sean Phillips. And okay. Season's best. Season's best performances in Season's both the short best. and the free. And let me tell you, that free skate, 10 points above what they scored at Worlds. And oh I was... I was screaming because Ruichi, I'm sorry if I don't pronounce that right. I'll get it right next time. He was kneeling into and out of that final lift. And I was screaming, uh, one, because it was fucking awesome. Two, because my quads were screaming in unison with Ryuichi's. And you know how he achieves those thigh muscles, those quads, those hammies is by eating three meals a day. Exactly. Corn rolls. Corn rolls. That's the Lunch, secret. Dinner. <laughs> to those quads and them hammies is the corn rolls. <laughs> uh, but they were in the free skate. They were so happy with their scores. It was so adorable. It is what they deserve. And if you judge them based off of like overall points collected in the short and the free, they came in third. Let's move on to our USA pair, and this is, of course, Alexa Kneerum and Brandon Fraser, who have been getting so much ice time this season. The Fed is really pushing them hard, and short program wasn't as good as they could have done, but their free program, ooh, Alexa was screaming. Yes, I have. they have definitely gotten so much ice time, but I, okay, I honestly feel that for these two, their, the first half of their season was better than the second half of their season, which is great, but also kind of unfortunate because, you know, lack of momentum. But I mean, momentum, but like didn't use the momentum. Anyways, for a new pair, I think they had such a great season just to kind of come out of the gate strong like this. Um, I think they should be really proud of themselves. They've they've done so well this season. I, I completely agree. I find it interesting that you think they were stronger at the beginning of the season because I think that like I see... I see where you're coming from, but I also feel like I can definitely see improvements in like the individual elements. For example, side by side, 
jumps, even though there's still a huge distance between them, um, the synchronization on their pair spins, all of those like like mini details. Obviously, this is probably a real tiring season for them. So stamina definitely might have played a role. But yeah, great first. Oh my God, why? They've competed so much this season that I'm like, this is seriously your first season together. I know. Was it only one season ago? Was it only one season ago that Chris Kinnearum was just two foot spinning on the ice at Four Continents? Watching Alexa continue to spin. My favorite Um, moment. Still there. Still on the ice there. Um, But no, I, I do agree. I think that especially their distance on the ice, that first competition was they were far far apart now they're just apart (laughs) maybe that's what we'll go with no surprise here the world champions Anastasia Mishina and Alexander Garyamov came on top yet again I am surprised that they have managed well actually I'm not surprised considering they competed all season but they managed to put out pretty like top-notch performances that rivaled their world skates so like good on them did you see on Instagram that USFS gave um Nastya and Alexander like a gold pin for winning worlds I I didn't know that that was a thing oh that is very interesting um I mean it makes sense because her motto is eat sleep skate repeat and his motto is faster, higher, stronger. That is very much, this is so capitalistic. <laughs> Extreme <laughs> capitalism is happening here. Nastiest favorite sport other than skating um, to do is snowboarding, which, yes. And to watch is rhythmic gymnastics. And I am going to send you a friend request. So, mm-hmm. And her favorite food, her favorite foods are sushi Egg dishes. Egg dishes? That's like such a wide range. Uh, cookies and chocolate. That's a good range though. Egg dishes. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like Asian style. That's everything from like like steamed egg. I know. That's what like I was thinking. Souffle. Steamed egg. I, but see, range. Nastia knows what's up. I mean, eat, eat, sleep, skate, repeat, as they say. Anyway, <laughs> Esmeralda for their short. Bohemian Rhapsody slash We Are The Champions for their free skate. Same old, same old. Quality quality from them yeah although you know not their strongest skates uh for either of of these programs uh Sasha doubled the side-by-side triple sell in the short program uh in the free skate just not the cleanest jumping passes here and there but again they are the champions as their song has reminded us many times And again, they were the champions here. I mean, to be fair, a lot of these teams flying from Europe had really long flights to Japan, especially in this climate. I think, guys, if you don't follow Roman Sadovsky on his YouTube channel and socials, go do that. He put up a video recapping World Team Trophy and pretty much like he outlined his whole travel journey from Toronto all the way to Osaka. And (laughs) y'all... Toronto to Osaka was hell I can't even imagine like Russia all the like Moscow all the way so I mean who knows but the organizing committee thankfully um organized (laughs) a charter flight from Tokyo to Osaka so everyone was like bubbled and all that good stuff but yeah anyway this is as Scott Moyer says about world team trophy we know what he says about it but it's not serious. We know what he so. says about it. Should I, t- should I take a shot every time we say Oh, happily. What I will says. happily do it. No imaginary shots this time. <laughs> okay. Uh, enough with pairs. Let's move on to... Ladies? 
Ladies. Why don't we start off with our two ladies from France? Um, we have Leia Serna and Maya Mazzara. So let's talk about Leia first. Honestly, this is not this was not the greatest competition for either of them. Both of them looked varying levels of upset with themselves uh, coming off of the ice. Not the best and and disappointed. And I am just very sad when skaters are disappointed with themselves. It's World Team Trophy. Listen to Scott Moyer. I know. Be okay. Just really sad to see them disappointed. I know, but I mean, the French girls stuck together and I think it was quite clear that they were really battling against each other as well because Leia took first at French Nationals, Maya came second, and you can see that they were like, they were battling between each other, um, which is great for French skating. We always love competition to make, or healthy competition to make uh, each other better and lift all of our levels up, so good on them. But also, they didn't go to Worlds, and so this is their first, like, big international competition this season. Have to also say that. Yeah, I think going into Olympic season, it will be very interesting where the French ladies stand going into the next season. Yes, and that can also 100% be said for the Canadian ladies. And we have to start off with Gabby Daleman. Gabby Daleman, whose last World Team trophy was a shocker because she had a collision in the warm-up and suffered a concussion and two broken ribs and that caused her to be off of the ice for five months so welcome back to world team trophy gabby oh my gosh um also hashtag capitalism favorite motto going on here act like you're in first train like you're in second I love capitalist mottos. They're just, I just want to put one in my Instagram bio. I actually, I actually quite like this motto. Maybe that says more about me than I care to admit. But, um, <laughs> Claudia. But her favorite song, I'm a very conflicting person. I'm a very type B person. So it, it makes sense if you've ever met me. <laughs> uh, her favorite food is Big Steak. Interesting. <laughs> And her favorite song is Woman Like Me by Little Mix. Oh, Taste. I love that song. That is a good song. And the songs that she skated to uh, at World Team Trophy were were programs that we have seen before. Her short programs to Habanera and her free programs to Sanson and Delilah. Yeah, I think this was one of those instances where Gabby's overthinking brain took over. Um, And, you know, once she made a mistake... Just couldn't quite pull it together after that, which is very unfortunate because I really like the quality of her skating. I've missed her like pizzazz because we're going to use pizzazz in this episode. Oh, gosh. Don't remind me of that word. I'm, I'm hooked now. Um, she did double her LUTs in the short program, unfortunately. Um, and the free skate, again. A bit rough. The jump landings. Yeah, they just didn't quite didn't quite hit. Yeah. That was not technical at all, but... Oh, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Happened, unfortunately. But you know what, Gabby, if you're listening to this, which you're probably not, but I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to phrase it like this. Can we see a quad toe from you? Because you over-rotate your triple toe, triple toe so often. I mean, it's great. You have a great triple toe, triple toe, but like you have the airtime and power for a quad toe. Let, let's skip the triples. Let's go straight to the quads. Let's go. Come on. Im- Imagine if Gabby Daleman came out of the gate in Olympic season with a quad toe. I mean, she's she's got it. She's got the power for it. And the second Canadian girl that we got to see was Alison Schumacher, who is 18 years old, coached by Joey Russell and Tracy Wilson. She's originally from China. 
Her hobbies are baking, shopping, and hiking, which is range. She also used to skate pairs with Zach Downman, aka Gabby's brother. That is so interesting. I also find her favorite foods are ice cream and coffee. I can totally relate to that one. Being a stressed parent. Those are also, most days, my favorite foods as well. She also has taste in her most memorable program ever, and she chose Caitlin Osman's Black Swan. So, oh, that's also taste. taste. Big taste. She had a great short program. Her opening jumping pass uh, was a triple flip, triple toe, and that was very, very solid. She sometimes struggles with that opening jumping pass, but nailed it here. Fantastic. For the short program especially, did she remind you of Satoko Miyahara at all? Because I, with the with the pale pink dress and the clutter loon and her stature, I was just like, are we seeing, are we seeing Satoko B here? You know, I don't think I, I, I thought that. I was going to say thunk that. That's a lot of beer in my system. I don't think I thought that <laughs> uh, while I was watching the first time. But now that you say it... I can't quite get it out of my head. I was about to sing Can't Get You Out of My Head by oh Kylie gosh, Minogue. Kylie. That's a throwback. Exactly. Hello, Australia. That song is a bop. Uh, so Allison's Free Skate uh, wasn't her best outing. She did pop the opening Lutz. Um, and then I think she just got kind of like very enveloped in herself, maybe. Uh, the choreo, the step sequence was just not very... I was going to say outward bound. Uh, it just wasn't very like outwardly skated, I guess. Not a lot of performance quality. Um, I think that could be improved for sure. But I do really like her skating. Like I really enjoy watching her. I just think she was very contained uh, in the free skate. For sure. She definitely isn't the most expressive in her face at all. But I, I agree with you. She has lovely quality to her skating. I just am excited to see Canadian ladies on the up and up. I agree. Um, we also had two Italian ladies here. Uh, we had Laura Naki Gudman, and we also had Ginevra Lavinia Negrello, who this was a very pleasant surprise. I really enjoyed her. She is 15, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the youngest competitor at World Team Trophy, born in December 2004. Oh gosh, 2004. <laughs> I'm old. That made me feel real old. <laughs> her favorite athletes are Nathan Chen and Rika Kahira. Her favorite sport other than figure skating is Formula One. Her favorite song is BTS's Dynamite. Okay. Favorite food, pizza. Okay, yes. And then her ISU bio hobbies are dancing, walking, and music. Walking. I appreciate it. Walking. Yes. Get those steps up, man. One of my hobbies is like not walking. (laughs) (laughs) Put that in your Instagram bio instead of a capitalist, <laughs> instead of a capitalist quote <laughs> motto. Oh my gosh. Maybe that's why I don't uh, act like I'm first and train like I'm second, because I'd much rather be horizontal on the couch <laughs> than walking. Horizontal running. <laughs> anyway, Ginevra, let's start with her. Um, she skated to Game of Thrones for the short program and had like a, it was very like, wasn't like clear Game of Thronesy, but was games Game of Thronesy enough? She had a lovely pale lavender and gray dress. She had like a lovely braid crown going on. She was very reminiscent of Carolina Costner with her lines. Um, so that was really nice and refreshing. She had solid jumps, but I felt like 
Um, she lands quite flat-footed in her jumps, and it doesn't look like she gets much spring, but she manages to make the rotations. Um, she has lovely qualities. I, I really, really like her, and i definitely like to see her become a mainstay in the next quad. I agree. Um, she had her season best in the free skate, which is great. She managed to split the Canadians apart in the free skate. No more buddy-buddy countries. Mm. Um, so in the short program, it just so happened that all the countries, both ladies from each country, decided to stick together. So it was like Russia up top, then Japan, then the US ladies, then the Italian ladies, and then the Canadian ladies. They just were all, it, was, it made for a very nice starting order. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it definitely did. Why don't we talk about our other Italian lady, Lara Naki Gudman? Um, her favorite movie. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. Can we get a Pirates of the Caribbean, like either exhibition program or Olympic season program from you? I love Pirates of the Caribbean programs. I'm just going to say that. And next episode, you'll realize why I find that so funny. But I'm just, I'm putting two feet, two feet down. Is that, is that the saying? I'm putting my foot down. I'm putting my peg leg down. Uh, but yes, yeah, so Lara didn't show her best um, at Worlds. Um, she came in 28th and didn't make the free program, but it was so great that that didn't matter at World Team Trophy and we got to see her lovely Scheherazade free program. Yeah, this is a really, really nice free skate. I also really like the costume. This is a nice costume. I know. It only makes me wonder what her costume would be like if she did a Pirates of the Caribbean program. And Lara came in just behind, in terms of overall points, that's what we're going on here, just behind Karen Chen, who did it again. Facials come through. Karen is queen of facials at this point in time. Yeah, she totally is. Um, unfortunately, she did fall on her opening jumping pass in the short program. I literally screamed at my TV. Me too. <laughs> I don't know I, why. I did too. She just skated literally like lights out at Worlds. And I actually like screamed at my TV. Not like at her, but just like in alarm. In alarm, definitely. I, I was just like, I, I screamed too when she fell on that triple lutz, triple toe to open in a short program. She was too far back on her heel. Because you could you could see her at the end just going like, oh, come on. I know. But then we saw her blow up Uncle Sam in the kiss and cry. So like maybe that made up for it. <sighs> it definitely does not make up for it. Uncle no, it Sam really strikes he terror tried. in the hearts of children everywhere. The free skate, also not quite as good as Worlds. However... Really, Worlds was was truly terrific. She she knows when to make it count, right? She knows. Yeah. But also, oh, yeah. we had an audience clapping for Karen's spiral here. That's what she deserves. Spiral, just, it's, it's godly. Thank you so much for bringing back spirals, Karen, because we love you for that. I mean, I think Nathan Chen also loved being in charge of the tambourine and very minimal club dance moves in the kiss and cry with Karen. So, like... Good for him. <laughs> Nathan just needs to like crank up the volume on what he's doing here. He was always just kind of <laughs> gyrating very softly. <laughs> we need to like really go for it here. We're at World Team Trophy. But let's talk about Karen's bios slash hobbies Q&A deal. Her best moment of her skating life was the moment when the free skate at this most recent Worlds was over and fair enough because that was yes mm-hmm yes 
Um, her most memorable program ever was her short program to Twilight from the 2016-17 season. And we just need a Twilight skating show with her and Eliana Costanaya. And I will pay everything for it. Mm-hmm. There we have it. Oh, her favorite movie is the animated Mulan. As a person with tattoos inspired by animated Mulan. Hit me up, Karen. I love how she specified the animation. All right. Uh, why don't we move on to her teammate, Brady Tunnell, who finished just above her. Uh, one of my favorite short programs this season uh, is her moderation program by Florence and the Machine. Love the jumpsuit. I love everything that's happening here. Me too. I think I will I will put my foot, my two feet, two left feet and peg leg because I have three lower limbs, apparently. Um, I will I will say that this is my favorite program of hers ever. I I really fucking love this program for her. Just everything fits. She looked on fire with that red lippy. The jumpsuit is just, mm. the music is just perfect. Chef's kiss, everything. Mwah, 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 mwah. Still some rotational issues on the jumps uh, for both her and Karen have kind of been struggling with that lately uh, here in the triple S triple toe, some rotational issues on the toe there. Maybe it's a Colorado thing. It could, it could be. Uh, she did, however, uh, have new boots. So maybe it really was a complete boot, boot issue at Worlds. And in the free skate, she scored a season's best. Yahoo. But you could, you could really hear Jean-Luc screaming. And I was just like, team spirit. Or may, <laughs> You know what? Maybe it wasn't Jean-Luc. Maybe it was blow up Uncle Sam. Who knows? We didn't see. <laughs> you you just don't know. Um, again, kind of struggling with the rotational issues um, on the second jump of her combos. Yes, I did. Did you see though? She has KT tape on her knees. Oh, I did not. Like she see tried that. to cover it up, like with using the beige tape. But I saw that oh, KT no. logo I there. She's okay. <laughs> Brady, please rest up. Somebody who didn't keep all of their programs from this season was Rika Kihira, who kept her short program to the fire within, but then switched out her free skate to the free skate of last season, I believe, to International Angel of Peace, which... Not my favorite program of hers, but... Neither was Baby God Bless You. She, she just didn't seem too comfortable in it. She came into this competition injured. I don't think she was doing all of her jumps in practice. The short program, definitely far from what she produced at Worlds. Um, but as far as I know, she's keeping this for the Olympic season. So we get to see this grow and mature on her. There were definitely some issues, especially in the free skate. Confused about the layout. There were two double axle triple toes. I don't know if one of them was supposed to be a triple axle. I hope to see her fully recovered and well. I hope she rests after this because it's Olympic season and this could be like a really important pivotal season for her so please rest Rika yes definitely Rika healthy and at her best really throws a spanner in the works for those top Russian ladies it keeps it all interesting and exciting and that's what we're here for we love it she's also the queen of wearing one skate on one foot and a different skate on the other foot (laughs) she was wearing um on one foot she was wearing an Adia piano skate on the and on the other foot an ice fly Somebody else who just does exactly what she wants to do is a pod fave, Kaori Sakamoto. My gosh, I love her. And scored fairly, finally. (gasps) Yes. 
Hello, PCS. Like, hello. Where have you been? You've been hiding, I don't know, maybe on Alexei Bachenko's pirate ship that was stuck over in Stockholm. Oh my gosh, she has another capitalistic quote. Effort is always rewarded. But is it? Is it really? <laughs> oh, I'm not sure about that one. However, her favorite food is grilled meat. That makes up for it. I do love some grilled meat. Maybe she can be friends with Gabby. Big steak. Big steak grilled meat. That's the same. That's the same energy. Why am I always, why do I always get so hungry when I'm recording these episodes? We always talk about food. Um, three meals a day. I could really use a corn roll after this. <laughs> I think that'll be what I go for. Um, Kaori's favorite sport other than skating is volleyball and swimming. Okay. Oh, wow. That's interesting. That's good. Love it. And of course, what she said was the best moment of her skating life was when it was decided that she was going to the 2018 Olympics. And you know what? Maybe the next best moment of her skating life was when it's going to be decided that she's going to the 2022 Olympics because I'm just going to manifest that. Oh, yeah, me too. 100%. And I don't think I want to manifest Bacala Jars for next season, though. It's, guys, I don't hate this program. I just, it is not... The best work that Cowdy has put out. It's not my favorite. I can and see why other people like it, though. There are definitely some other people that are a fan. Yes. I can see why you like it. It's just personally not my fave. However, she does have a lot of fantastic programs to choose from. So not mad that people, not mad exactly. that people like it. Just don't personally love it. But what was back this season and we've been thanking whatever is up in the ether for it is Matrix Free Skate that she kept from last season and has upgraded her costume like every single competition. And here she skated clean, got a season's best, beat her world score by like 13 points. And first time she's cracked 150 points in the free skate. And she beat Lisa Tuktamishova in the free skate. And like, she's working on her Lutz edge. She knows what's up. She, she came back from worlds and was just like, I ain't getting, you know, another one of those edge calls. Much better edge. Yeah, well, she said it in that one interview. Someone asked her, like, I don't know, like, something about her Lutz edge. And she was like, well, I should probably just work on it. <laughs> like, she just, like, straight up said that. I, I was know. like, good for you. And you can see the improvement. It is not a clear outside edge. It, definitely not. But compared to the very clear inside edge that she was working with, a lot better. It was much closer to flat. And we love to see improvement. And at this point in time... The capitalist quote of effort is always rewarded is true. <laughs> I think it's very uh, maybe ironic that that's her favorite quote because a lot of times her effort is unfortunately not rewarded. Not rewarded. <laughs> I know. Oh, but that is sad. Dude, this free program, clean calorie. She got a standing ovation and she was so psyched at the end. And I think we were all screaming. <laughs> yes, we were. I definitely was. Oh, this is the final competition of the season. And she just came and delivered, deserved of every single point and adulation and applause. We just love you, Kaori. We love love her. Love her so much. Um, Why don't we move on to our final two ladies, our our Russian ladies, uh, Elizaveta Tutmishva in third place. And of course, Anna Sherbakova in first. Yes, Lisa and Lisa and her triple axle because she has gotten very, very good with it. Um, Little turnouts here and there, but it's looking very, very solid. She's done very well this season to keep it consistent. 
And yeah, she's just looking in tip-top shape. Like, good on you, Lisa and Mishin. Especially Mishin, though, because, okay, my fav- one of my favorite things of this entire event, apart from the opening ceremony, was seeing Alexei Mishin in the kiss and cry after Lisa skated her free skate and doing the Lisa finger wag. With her <laughs> and the rest of the rest of Team Russia. Oh and my then god! The camera cut away like two seconds after. I'm like, excuse me, Ex- <laughs> we no, were no, not no, finished no. yet. We're going back. We are not finished. And he, Alexei, did it with such sass, pizzazz. I want that to be a gif. Oh my god! We already we have already such great gifts of Alexei Mission. We've got the tea. We've got the coffee cup. The walking into the room and then walking straight out. Like. Great job that Lisa did leading Team Russia and just having an awesome season, like proving to everyone that, you know, I'm here to stay and who cares if I'm 24, haha, <laughs> so old. 24. She's not old, Lisa, you're not old. You're, you're plenty, plenty young. A lot of life left to live. And definitely her compatriot, Anna Shepakova, who just turned 17, still so baby decides to come out and be like i'm just gonna beat what i did at worlds by 0.07 in the short program which was okay in my personal opinion stupid because i personally think that this was the best short program she's done all season and she only got 0. 0.7 0.07 not 0. 0.7 0. 0.07 above what she's got at worlds and I'm like, I mean, I do think she was overscored at Worlds. So I 100%. do think that the point difference, yeah, the point difference should have been larger there, um, but not because I think she should have been scored any more here. I think it's because no. she should have been scored a little less at Worlds. A little? Yes. but <laughs> Less. But to, very, to be very fair to her, this was a gorgeous short program. She did, she looked healthy. She had that punch, um, the dynamic jumps and everything was good the spins weren't as travelly good for her good for her apparently the best moment um of her skating life was the 2020 russian championships where she won with firebird and fair enough because that was freaking epic her most memorable program ever though was her 2019 2020 short program to perfume which Oh, that's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, gorgeous AF dress, definitely. And gorgeous music, but like very also inappropriate for a girl of 15 slash 16. That is an interesting choice. Let's move on to her favorite athletes, though, because she has taste, impeccable taste. Um, her favorite athletes are Asada Mao, Nathan Chen, Hanyu Yuzuru, and Jin Boyang. Oh, my gosh. See, if Anna Sherbakova can like Nathan Chen... And Yuzuru Hanyu, so can you. Exactly. Her favorite food is ice cream. Her favorite movie is Sherlock. Oh my gosh, she could totally do a Sherlock program. I'd be on board with that. I would be so on board with that. Can we get rid of, like, okay, everybody who wants to rule the world is all fun and, like, not fun. It's Hunger Games, which isn't fun. It's I was fun like, that's not fun at all. That's it's like all fine and fun. dandy. But, like, can we get Anna Sherwakova in a Sherlock coat and, like, cap? Imagine being a detective for her exhibition. The charm. Like, come on. How how much fun is that? She has, you can have the prop of like Sherlock's coat and hat and fun music. And you can even have a magnifying glass. Like props galore. Who cares? Um, I think the main thing that stood out apart from better skating um, compared to what she showed at Worlds was 
Simon, the, the commentator, just saying, like, every two seconds, Shabakova. And I'm oh, like, oh, Shabakova. Oh, and then he also was she was warming up for the free skate she went and did a quad flip and he goes yes very nice triple flip and i'm like "Mm." oh gosh Mm." he also simon says as jason brown is coming onto the ice like oh he you know he won't he can't do a quad here and i'm like excuse me what number one did you see the planned content and number two did you even watch worlds anyway mark and ready where are you we'll sponsor you Speaking of men, I guess let's go to men. Why don't we start off with, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm even saying that we're seeing this athlete for the first time this season. Uh, that's Namwin from Canada. This is Team Canada, Canadian Skating Association, Federation, whatever. we got to have words because, so Canada came last as a team and I'm blaming slash not actually blaming Team Canada for not putting on any competition. So this is literally the first competition that they've like they've done all season. And like, of course, they're not going to have the stamina for it. Um, and you could definitely tell with Nam skates. They were like, they were lovely and you can see the quality he has, but just not competition ready, which is not his fault. <laughs> yeah, he did not look happy. And he I hate Sad Nam. We don't like Sad Nam. He was really cheering for everyone else. So he masked. He masked, especially with that moose mask. Or head. Oh, gosh. Uh, his favorite movie is La La Land. Taste. His favorite food is sushi. His fa- most memorable program ever was Yuzu's Seimei at 2018 Olympics, which also tastes because that was freaking awesome. Favorite athletes are Javi Fernandez and Yuzu Rohanyu. The motto is also very... Is every motto just capitalist? Maybe. Enjoy life to the fullest. Actually, that's probably just... That's not very... Ca- that's like... <laughs> I don't know what that's like. It's like something. It's like something. Who knows? Maybe it's like a big, big steak. <laughs> it's like a big steak. Yes. Moving on to the actual skating. Uh, in the short program, fell right out of the gate on the quad sal. Just didn't really quite rotate it. Just his legs just didn't seem all that under him. The spins were just not that, like that combo spin. No levels gotten which is bad English, but no levels gotten. The whole element got a zero. He completely flubbed the turning threes into the camel and just had to, like, just keep spinning. Like, at least he did better than Chris Kinnearum. So, like... <laughs> he did not keep spinning. <laughs> he kept spinning. Yeah. Um, and then he, I'm guessing, popped the toe. He did a triple flip double toe. Yeah. I mean, he did better in the free skate. Still not his best. I mean, he landed that quad sale to open, so that was really great. I don't feel like he really connects with this music as well as he has done with other um, music that he's used for his programs. Uh, his free skate was to Me Mancherai, performed by Josh Groban. Wasn't a great showing at all. Was not. Definitely needs a lot more competitive ice under his feet. But so much team spirit, and I love that about Nam. So much. His dance moves... Really, they were just, you know, he scrolls on TikTok. <laughs> yes, you can tell if, if I had to bet. Why don't we move to our next man, uh, Daniel Grossel from Italy. I love his um, Q&A going on here. The most memorable program that that he mentioned was Jason Brown at the 2014 U.S. Nationals. Yes. <laughs> that yes. makes my entire life. Tell me about it. This was his Riverdance iconic program, Riverdance. His favorite song is How Far I'll Go from Moana. I'll certainly let my toddler know. It's As soon as I saw that, I was just like, 
Oh, yes. And But then his favorite food is not pasta. It's not salmon pasta. It is vegetable pasta. <laughs> Hashtag oddly specific. This is quite the opposite of big steak. <laughs> quite the opposite. It's very much the opposite. Uh, his performance at Worlds was significantly better than his short program here and a little bit better than his free skate, uh, the Joker free skate. <laughs> but uh, in the short program, a fall on the quad luts, um, some rotation calls going on here. Um, he scored like 12 points, a little more than 12 points less here than at Worlds. Um, just a lot of mistakes here. Yeah. I mean, he definitely did better in the free skate, stood on his feet. I mean, being the only Italian man here, he did well. No, the Joker was there too. He was in the free skate. True. I'm, I'm sorry, Joker. I'm sorry. He's really going to like come for you at night in your nightmares. Thanks for that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, mate. Jesus. As if I didn't have Uncle Sam blow up doll to haunt me in my dreams. I'm so sorry. Um, however, maybe we could chase both of them away with uh, the plastic lightsaber in the kissing cry for Adam Xiaohim Fa from France. <laughs> that transition was masterful. Mm-hmm. Thanks, I tried. Yes. I tried. It's a skill. Adam Xiaohim Fa. We finally get to see him in international competition this season. And I don't know, he was a... He was a surprise for me, a pleasant surprise. We got to see the spring in his jumps. Like, he's only 20, so he's got so much time. I really enjoyed seeing him skate at World Team Trophy, especially Star Wars, because that was a lot of pleather. (laughs) I also really love his favorite movie in his Q&A. He says, I don't have a favorite movie, but I watch a lot of anime. I mean, relatable. (laughs) Yes. His favorite food is ramen and sushi. Great. And he only has one favorite athlete, and that's Nathan Chen. All right, fair. Anyways, uh, a lot of... That was a very intense blazer going on in his uh, short program costume. Yes. Uh, Opened with a lovely quad toe, double toe. There is spring in his jumps, like I said. Good effort on the quad sow, though he did turn out of it. He was quite off axis in the triple axle, but manages to save it by stepping out. And I'm uh, not going to lie. It was the force. It was the force pushing him off axis. Like, Darth Vader's coming for you. Um, but not going to lie, this is a cool-ass Star Wars, like, music edit. It reminded me of, like, a Daisuke Takahashi Cyber Swan, which that was an epic program. Boyang would approve. He would definitely approve. And his coach definitely approved because uh, oh Adam's gosh, coach yeah. was wearing a Yoda the headband Yoda. in The Kiss and Cry. He was oh Yoda headband, the and best. Thierry Furland was dressed as Darth Vader with a plastic lightsaber. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it is top five moment that France did not win. I know the team spirit did not win the spirit. Crim- absolutely criminal. Some just words like Darth for that. Vader. <laughs> yes, just like Darth Vader. Absolutely criminal. It should go in his Instagram bio. Darth Vader, absolutely criminal with like the mean face emoji. <laughs> the memes that could come out of this. So good. <laughs> Um, so Adam didn't do as well as he did in the short program, um, in the free skate. That was really poor syntax, but you get what I mean, guys. But look, I really, I'm really looking forward to seeing more of him in the upcoming quad. I think he needs a little bit more polish, but he definitely is an exciting prospect. Yeah, he is. I really like, I just like, like his demeanor. This man has good energy. Got good energy, got good vibes. 
Somebody who also had really great vibes, especially in the short program, was Mr. Roman Sadovsky. Also, I can't believe I'm saying this, our first time seeing him this season. I know, which is nuts, but not technically. If you've been following his YouTube channel, it's not the first time we've seen him, but we thank Roman for his updates because they are informative and entertaining. Why do I sound like a news reporter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Informative and entertaining. Roman Sadovsky. That should be his YouTube bio. Informative yet entertaining. <laughs> um, his fave food is almost everything, which mood. Um, mood. Fave movie I is agree. Inception. Good choice. Fave song is BTS's On Inception. I- Wait, what? Uh, it's not your type of movie. So that's. I don't watch movies with real that, people. That's true. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It, And it's good. It's pro- it's not Joss's cup of beer. <laughs> cup of beer. Um, it's not my cup but of Roman beer. Roman has taste. His favorite athlete is Jeff Buttle, and we highly approve oh, of that. Yeah. Very, very much. Oh, his fave motto is keep moving forward. I just don't do these type of type A mottos. Why do you think they're type A model, mo- models? Type A mottos. This is very like... Because I just like to stand there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to take a chill pill. What if I'm sleeping? I can't move when I'm sleeping. Maybe Roman Sadowski should have dressed up as a shark. Then he would technically be keep like moving all the time. Which country okay. has their national animal as a shark? No country, but maybe it's Roman's country. Anyway, Exogenesis oh Symphony God. Part 3, short program, excellent. So, so good. He just freaking nailed every single bit of it he scored 89.61 yo that that score would have put him ninth in the short program at worlds uh however in the free skate the second half of his free skate really kind of did him yeah he definitely mentioned it in his world team trophy uh youtube video that just lactic acid definitely built up he could feel his legs like concrete and it definitely showed but this is his I was like, I can't, I have it in my notes. I can't help but feel like this is kind of Skate Canada's doing by not having any competitions this season. Um, like, yes, you can do a lot of run-throughs in practice, but competition fitness, like, that's a thing. It's different when you're yes. in competition. I mean, I understand why they didn't have any competitions. Obviously, we're in the middle of a pepperoni, but, like, you know, sad. Sad for sad for the skating. But I think Roman just came out and showed quality especially in his you know short program and he is definitely putting the competition to nam for that you know that second olympic spot uh, for canadian men behind keegan but did you catch in the kiss and cry after roman's performance nam's flag waving became like really lackluster when roman scores came out but then he made a joke maybe it was just like oh we're both at the bottom Oh my god! And I was like, "That's so numb." Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Uh, we we love the Canadian men. We really, really do. Hopefully, next season is just much better for you guys. Yes, fingers crossed. Um, someone who was kind of a surprise here that did not have the greatest outing, also kind of chaotic energy, Ashoma Uno. Uh, his favorite motto, however, honesty. It- that's, That's not it. a motto, Shima. That is a singular word. That's it. Send that tweet. is a noun. Honesty, send tweet. I don't think noun and motto are not <laughs> equal. But I mean, his favorite movie is any movie that ends with a happy ending. And then his favorite food is I like food that I don't dislike. 
the best moment of a skating life uh, is best moments are always updated and it's better to be happy now than be happy in the past. <laughs> this is a lot of thinking going on. Show he, he, Just tell me what your best moment was. He's please. a thunker, isn't he? Big thunker. thunker. Big thunker. <laughs> Shoma at Worlds was insane. Shoma at World Team Trophy was not so insane, but he was also insane because he attempted a triple axel quad toe. He's tried it before. I can't remember when, but just seeing it in competition, I saw it on the planned content list and I was just like, is that a typo? Is that a typo? But then he went and tried it and I'm like, I don't care if you landed or not. This is like Jason Brown and his quads. I don't care if you landed it or not, if it was clean or not. You freaking attempted it. That's nuts. Yeah, just not the best jumping days for Shoma. Spins weren't so pretty as well. And it it's really sad because I love both of his programs this year. I do. I love being in the club with the Armin Van Buren. And I love crying in my bed to dancing on my own. I, I These are two moods. Love oh, it. I was, I was going to say I loved dancing in the club with Armin Van Buren and then crying in the club with dancing on my own. I would not be at the you club. You got your two moods, the range. On my own. I'd be at home. But who also cried was unfortunately Shoma, who cried in the mix zone, saying that I feel terrible for the performance I had. I'm not in the greatest condition. I shouldn't and can't have as poor of a build up as I did for this competition. Oh, and my heart just broke. Oh. I mean, he did so well at Worlds. He should be so proud of himself this season. Oh my gosh, just not not as competition, and that's okay. Exactly. I mean, he did have a difficult transition period before he found his you know, space and place with Stefan, and that's been a great partnership, and everyone has shitty competitions, and it just so happens that it was this one, and that's all right, because he turned up for Worlds, and that was amazing, and he's skating to Bolero next season, so cheers to that. Kim and Camila can be best buddies. All right. Why don't we move on to Evgeny Semenenko from Russia? One of my favorite surprises this season. His favorite food is meatball rice. That is like... what? What's meatball rice? Is it what rice? Is meatball rice? Is, wait, is it like like red meat or, or white meat meatballs with rice? Or is it rice molded into the shape? Like rice balls? I don't understand. Like... Evgeny hit us up but I mean okay his favorite movie is Naruto favorite athletes are Yuzu and Nathan uh best moment of skating life is 2021 debut at Worlds which fair enough because fair enough had, that was a debut he has had such a killer season and by killer season it's not like every you know every competition's been on but he has peaked at the right moment that being Cup of Russia final Worlds and World Team Trophy so the end of the oh season, gosh. Mishin has done so well with getting him prepared for the, the right moments. And he's thrown a spanner in the works for a lot of people. And oh God, why is he only 17? <laughs> I, I feel like we've, is... we've heard, we've seen so much from the Russian skaters that it feels like it's been two years. I feel like he should already be 21, but no, he's 17, which is nuts. Short program, skated solidly, free program to Notre Dame de Paris. It was, it was, it was good. Um, didn't score as high as he did at Worlds, but it was clean, power bends. The Russians entered the kiss and cry as hunchbacks, which was 
fun slash questionable. Yeah, let's move on to Fave, who actually just announced his programs for Olympic season. (gasps) Oh, my God. Everyone's prayers were answered. Uh, He's going to be doing Sinnerman for his short program and Schindler's List for his free skate. Of course, that's Jason Brown. I know. Recycling, but actually just upcycling and you know what recycling is like very environmentally conscious and we love an environmentally conscious oh my god we've come full circle (laughs) in our in our earlier episodes we were all just like the theme was environmentally friendly green i don't know how we even got there but we've come full circle and you know who did that for us jason brown did it for us of course i'm so excited for him next season just the programs it's just 10 out of 10 which was also the score I gave for his Q&A stuff that he did for TV, um, Asahi. Because that was awesome. His most memorable program is Chalk and Bates' Egyptian Snake Dance. I found that interesting. <laughs> Me too. I mean, it's good. Favorite athlete is, oh, this was just so sweet and very Jason. He goes, the people I skate with, I respect and am inspired by the hard work, dedication, and patience they show on the ice oh gosh, every single so day. Nice. Uh, his favorite motto is follow your heart or be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. See, nothing to do with your productivity. Thanks, Jason. Favorite song is JT's Can't Stop the Feeling. Favorite movie is Miracle. We love a good sports drama. Um, and favorite food. Joss, take it away because this is just so good. So enthusiastic. There are two exclamation marks here. We have, I'm just going to quote it. Tuna mayo rice ball, exclamation mark. Banana bread, exclamation mark. Almonds wrapped in dark chocolate. No punctuation. Because that's all that, like, that's all that needs to be said. That's all that needs to be said. So Cinnamon being the genius program that it is, we get to see it again, which is always lovely. The Wally into the triple flip to open was perfection. Beautiful triple axle. That change foot combination spin was nuts. And he got a season best. So, like, he scored 94.86 here. At Worlds, he scored 91.25, which was, like, boo but anyway just i'm just glad that we got to see this program and i'm alive for it so thanks jason thank you thank you for the privilege of being alive for the creation of this program unfortunately the free skate oof not the best but he stayed on his feet for the quad sow yet again good on him proving simon the commentator wrong simon was proved wrong like throughout the entire event he was just talking shit um sorry simon we just love mark henry but please do your research anyway um he randomly fell on the triple lutz but who cares he was just killing it in the kiss and cry he had on his 2021 world team trophy usa flag mask um he had a red white and blue feather boa a sequin usa top hat and i was like yes my captain oh captain my captain oh captain my captain (laughs) yeah not the best free skate However, did skate on his feet for the quad sal. Love it. He and did get exactly the same PCS marks uh, at Worlds and World Team Trophy. Wow, which I was literally like, exactly the same. I'm like, consistency. We've never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Actual consistent scoring. Who'd have thunk? And with that, let's let's move on to Mikhail Kolyeda, who just should never get rid of these programs ever. He's probably going to. I love these programs so so much i love these programs i do have to mention though in okay what he named as his favorite food is just the most wholesome thing in the entire world he says udon which is big taste and he said rice made by dasha who is his wife oh my god stop i can't do it i can't that's so sweet it's so cute 
And he goes, the most memorable program ever is this season's Free Skate to the White Crow. Oh, I mean, obviously. But his favorite song is Never Gonna Give You Up by uh, Barry White. Oh, no. (laughs) Honestly, though, out of all the skaters that would have picked that song, it would be him. Yes. But this is so weird. Misha was skating in the first group in the short program. And I was like, what? But then he put his... Oh, I noticed that too. I was like, what's happening here? It was weird. Anyway, he over-rotated the triple lutz and I just started laughing so hard because I was like, we know you can do the most gorgeous quad lutz in the entire world. At the end of the program, I was just sad because I was like, is this the final time we get to see this moss green blazer? Like, and see him putting his hand on his hip, skating to a cover of Jennifer Lopez? Oh no. We will... I think that if he gives this up (laughs) sorry that's enough for me um i think that if he gives this program up i will miss it very sorely maybe he should he i wouldn't mind if he brings this back as an exhibition to be honest um but what i do mind is the judges not giving misha pcs's in the nines like seriously yes not good not good um so in his free skate okay this was This was the same thing as Worlds, almost. Literally perfect opening half. Like, absolute perfection. And then right at the halfway mark is when things just... it. He, he does things so effortlessly that you're just like, what the hell just happened? But then he starts, like, popping jumps or, like, putting hands down and just making mistakes. And you're just like, what is happening? But... He needs more magic rice from wife Dasha. Maybe Evgeny Simonenko has to bring Misha rice meatballs, meatball rice. <laughs> meatball rice. Because Dasha can only make so much what rice, right? It has rice. to be a team effort given this is world team trophy. It can't all be on Dasha. This program needs to be kept. I will freaking fly to Russia and risk COVID to make sure that this happens because... I mean, it seems like he's going to keep it if it's the most memorable program and it's in his bio. I fucking hope so. Would think so, yeah. Because it's literally, uh, just imagine him skating clean to it. (sighs) Perfection. Magic. Truly magic. Unfortunately, he didn't do it this year, so I guess the challenge is do it next year. Uh, Let's move on, though, not to belabor belabor our insistence on, on Misha keeping his programs, but let's move to Kevin Amos. His short program, he was ecstatic. That was a happy man. He was. Mate, He's he did a season's best in his short program. He scored 94.69, which was epic, because he only scored 88.24 at Worlds. And he had the time of his life here, didn't he? He had the time of his life. Scored season best. He was an excited little being. I know. Scored season's best in his free skate as well. Was screaming in the kiss and cry. Was just cheering on all of his teammates. And just... So the short program, uh, thank you for the judges giving mostly plus fours to that step sequence. Thank you, Judge 3, aka Japanese judge, for chucking a five out there because that is deserved. Not the cleanest landings on his jumps, but... The transitions and the skating skills just, they ooze out of him. I really love how he skates and his quality. Yeah, it it was great. I think Kevin was so happy with his performance. Yes. I mean, the free program was also just gorgeous. Not perfect, but a truly, truly a beautiful, beautiful program. Uh, speaking of beautiful programs, the best short program ever, Let Me Entertain You from Izuru Hanyu. 
Oh my gosh. His favorite foods, though, I must say, are dumplings, strawberries, and pudding. Like, I love this. And his favorite athlete is Kohei Uchimura, whom, if you don't know, is like just the king of artistic gymnastics, like so dominant in in gymnastics, and which is pretty much like, he's like the Yuzuru Hanyu of gymnastics. So like, fair enough. Um, most memorable program ever, Yuzu says he cannot decide, which is like, fair enough, because he's had epic programs uh, for forever <laughs> uh also his favorite movie is the girl who leapt through time like oh Absolutely. my god that is such a good movie i'm so this happy man can that. also write a thesis that probably has the biggest download ever add that to your trophy cabinet <laughs> but let's talk about this short program because this was wild it was he is like a cat he just lands on his feet no matter which direction he is in the air i don't know how he saved the landing of that triple axle his nose was closer to the ice than my butt was to my chair he landed insanely pitched forwards and pretty much did an illusion out of his triple axle it was mind-boggling but like put that as part of the choreography because this program i i love this program so so much i was like why do i love this program so much and i'm like oh right because it's perfect it's because it's literally and perfect. even with the triple axle illusion out of it he got a season's best scoring 107.12 and his free program which he is going to keep for the olympic season i'm sad that let me entertain you is not going to be kept but his free program is quad loop to open and then he goes and just like oh let me pop that quad sow into a single sow okay Ugh, that was that was sad did not enjoy that moment um however the rest of the program went pretty well besides a small step out uh and the triple sow the three jump combo like yeah world's free program wasn't great so he scored a season's best here beating his world score by like 11 points but i think it's just great that he was able to skate in front of an audience and Japanese audience at that, and they got to see him. So that's just, that's great. He's done so much for the sport already. I agree. Um, why don't we talk about our first place finisher here? Of course, no surprise, uh, Nathan Chen. So he didn't have any fun Q&As on the World Team Trophy official website, which I was just Ugh, like, hate, hate it, it, but also very predictable. What wasn't predictable was that Jean-Luc was standing in as Nathan's coach because Raf didn't go to Osaka. Oh and gosh, then so funny. when Nathan went, like, was coming off the ice and went to high-five Jean-Luc, Jean-Luc was just uh, left him hanging. <laughs> <laughs> Do better, Jean-Luc. Great. It was great. Um, but then we heard Jason yelling, yeah, Nathan. And Jean-Luc's Spongebob mask has evolved into a Spongebob open mouth mask. So we love evolution. <laughs> love right? personal growth. It's a character arc. And yeah, so you could tell that Nathan definitely put out his best performance at Worlds, especially in the free skate, which was still absolutely packed. He went into the second half of his program doing planning a quad toe Euler triple flip, but he popped it into a single flip, but managed to add a shit eating grin on on his face coming out of it <laughs> the four he, jump combo four jump co- he was <laughs> he was laughing coming out of that flip and like but i just found it really nice that the audience clapped for his step sequence and just i don't know i love this program philip glass i love you too hope you're getting the pcs that you deserve <laughs> uh philip glass actually featured nathan on his instagram page it was very nice 
It's very nice. But Jean-Luc finally returned Nathan's high five in the free skate. So like, again, personal growth. Personal growth. Main character energy. Anyway, let's move on to Ice Dance. This is getting too long already. I don't know what we're talking about, but like, let's move on. We've seen all these programs, really. Yes. Um, why don't we start off with our Canadians? Caroline Soucisse and Shane Fierce, who we actually haven't seen um, this season. Um, apparently, Shane Fierce really likes reading and watching paint dry, according to his ICU hobbies. says that? And his favorite motto is snitches get stitches. I'm mildly concerned. His favorite song is also Justin Bieber's ETA. However, um, <laughs> Caroline's bio definitely makes up for it. Uh, her hobbies include music, dog, and friends TV show. Her favorite motto is why not? Um, her favorite song, however, is any Spice Girls song. I do enjoy that. And her favorite food is dumplings. We love that. We love a good dumpling. We love that. And I think it was just great that very much like every other Canadian skater that was at World Team Trophy, it was good that they got to travel and have an international competition. I agree. Um, unfortunately, the rhythm dance, not really, not really quite at this time. Uh, did not hit any of their key points. Literally no, 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 no across the board. Um, just didn't have a lot of energy here um however i do like the program i do love jersey boys but a rhythm dance that we also very much like and are sad that it's going to go next season is team coco's dream girls rhythm dance and okay so on the world team trophy official website they list tim as takahashi kamatsubara <laughs> like is takahashi the, the translation of tim and they called him instead of kaleta Hute, it was just like kamatsubara I love this so much. <laughs> this is great. This is amazing. I love everything I about know. that. And we saw baby Tim and baby Masato on those Uchiwa fans. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Like not the cleanest from them. And this was definitely not the best that we, we know that they can produce. But I don't know. I'm I'm of the opinion that every competition will make them better overall. So technically... Who cares? They are such a vibe anyhow. Yeah, everything was just like slightly off. They were a little bit off sync, but I do love them. I do love them too. And then in their free dance, they cracked the 100 mark. And apparently, according to Simon, which is definitely not, you know, concrete. Not the most reliable exactly, source. Exactly, not the most reliable source. But according to him, it's the first time they've gotten over 100 in the free dance in their entire careers. Amazing. They scored 99.79 at Worlds. And they hit 100.82 here at World Team Trophy. Masato was so happy with their scores. And I was just elated for them. I was so, so, so elated for them. I have such a soft spot for them. Oh my gosh. Same, same. Um, and also so happy that they got to skate at home with an audience. Like, what a nice feeling to finish out your season. Another team that had a great ending to their season was French ice dancers Adelina Galgavieva and Louis Toron, who skated to Mamma Mia for their rhythm dance. And we had an awesome music cut and awesome costumes there. I love this Mamma Mia music cut. I'm a fan. It's so, so, so good. I just, this was such a vibe. She has just got so much energy, not just in her programs, but she was dancing 
every single second in that kiss and cry for all the other skaters. I mean, when you have a good ABBA music cut, you just can't help yourself. Exactly. And they showed range skating to Le Parfum, uh, the soundtrack, a.k.a. Anna Shabakova's favorite short program that she's ever done. But we've got a more age appropriate, uh, more age appropriate skaters here. It was just it was moody. It was dark. It was really great. Barbara Fusapoli was just amazing. Adelina was screaming, come on, Barbara, let's start the can can in the kiss and cry. Oh my gosh. Barbara. (laughs) She is having the time of her life. uh, You could hear Barbara yell from the boards while they were skating. Go, go, go. Come on, guys. Yeah. Uh, Two seasons bests for them. We're going to move on to our next team. Unfortunately, not seasons best. And again, completely robbed of scores. This is just kind of their thing, I guess. I don't know. It's really sad that this is their thing because I really like them. And of course, that's Caitlin Wyack and John Luke Baker. And they also have great taste, which like they need to get brownie points for because because Jean Luc Baker said that his most memorable program was Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer's Prince uh, Rhythm Dance, Short Dance, whatever the, from the 2016-17 season. Which it, oh my gosh, that is huge taste. That program was taste. Ooh, ooh, so 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 good. Caitlin has a very capitalist quote, but. I like this capitalist quote. It's you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. It's also very Canadian. I feel like when I was like in fifth grade, all the boys in my class had that as their favorite quote. Uh, Jean-Luc's favorite quote or motto is love every moment. So yay. Um, Caitlin loves any John Legend song. Jean-Luc loves anything by Kendrick Lamar, which taste, taste, taste. Caitlin's favorite movie is Pursuit of Happiness. Jean-Luc's favorite movie is Guardians of the Galaxy. Caitlin's favorite food is Italian and Indian food. Oh, we have taste. Yes, I don't know any other adjectives apart from taste. And Jean-Luc just says, my favorite food is all, which is a mood. Anyways, the skating. Ugh, I hate these scores. They just, ugh. I wish that they would be scored fairly one season. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Maybe just a happy Caitlin in the kiss and cry. Just seeing them disappointed two competitions in a row for the Saturday Night Fever. To me, they looked a little bit flatter than what we normally see from them. And maybe it's like competition and or travel fatigue, which I get. I mean, they did score higher at World Team Trophy than they did at Worlds for their rhythm dance. So like, huzzah. But their free dance was just like, come on, judges, really? Three points under Worlds? And Worlds, they were severely underscored. I know. Caitlin looked so sad. This is not the place to be sad. I mean, the one funny, happy moment in that free dance Kiss and Cry was Jean-Luc asking for his popsicle head so he won't look as tired in the Kiss and Cry. Oh, poor, poor, poor them. I know. And I mean, they spoke out about the scoring afterwards. So go online and read that because... I know. I feel like I always like have to brace myself for their scores. Like literally every time I brace myself for their scores. Because we see them and we smile so big and then we see their scores and it just disappears. And enough disappointment because I have that in my daily life already. So why don't we move to our second place finishers, our Italian team. And they were just... Charlene Guignard and Marco Fabri were just so Italian here. And we just saw two great programs from them yet again. I love them. Another team that is consistently underscored. I feel like people just always underappreciate them. I hate it. But they did score season's best in both the rhythm dance and the free dance here. 
They scored almost two points higher in the rhythm dance and just a little bit higher in the free dance, which is just like, we love baby steps, don't we? Baby steps. Oh my gosh. I mean, they had such a good outing at Worlds and to see them skate even better here. I'm a big fan. (laughs) More capitalistic quotes. Her favorite motto is never say never because limits like fears are often illusions. I mean, but are they really? (laughs) Are they really? I have illusions every day about how like. (laughs) I have a lot of illusions. About everything. Um, Her favorite, his favorite motto is every challenge is an opportunity to rise. All right. I'll take it. Why did I just immediately. My mother is baking bread. Like, why did I just. I saw rise and I was just like. (laughs) You thought about yeast. Well, welcome to my brain, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway. But I just love seeing both of these programs again. Um, And I guess no surprise, the winners of the dance event were Victoria Sinitsyna and Nikita Katsalapov. Regardless of everything else, the politicking and what else, you can definitely tell that they've got really good quality. The best of the entire event, I can't say I'm the biggest fan of their programs. Far and away the best here, as they were at Worlds as well, so... Also, the freaking Zip Gods decided to come down on Vika and her... Oh, yeah, that's true. The zip on her dress broke in the free dance. Like, thankfully, it was right at the end of the program. But I was just like, I hate every single, like, costume malfunction because that is just nerve-wracking as hell. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, I think that wraps up our competition recap, which was way longer than we expected. So sorry, your guys' ears. Oh my god, we were just we were just gabbing on. I'm sorry, guys. The timestamps will be wherever the timestamps are. Timestamps are either in the down bar or in the show notes. Let's move into our kiss and cry. All right, so let's start off with our book recommendation. Um, and so this book I chose because of the team spirit of the Canadian team at World Team Trophy and the Moose Conga line. Uh, we wanted to highlight a book by a Canadian Indigenous author. Um, this book is absolutely phenomenal. It is called The Marrow Thieves by Cherie Demoline. She herself is an enrolled and active member uh, of the Georgian Bay Métis community, and she has done a vast amount of work with Indigenous communities in Canada. Um, This book is a gorgeous dystopian novel that shines a light on the mistreatment of these communities in the country. Uh, So basically, climate change at this point in the dystopia has taken over. The planet has been obliterated by global warming. The indigenous people of North America are being hunted and harvested for their bone marrow uh, because within their bone marrow holds the ability to dream, which no one else has unless they actually possess the bone marrow. Uh, We meet our main character, Frenchie, who is trying to hide and stay alive along with some of his buddies to not be caught and have their marrow harvested. I adore this book so much. It is poetic, heartbreaking, page-turning, informative. Um, Again, this book is called The Marrow Thieves by Cherie Demoline. That sounds amazing. And especially from an indigenous author, like, guys, go out and get it. Go read it. Support the indigenous peoples of your country because they are important. Yes, we are living on their land. Exactly. Canadians and Australians sharing so much except for weather. All right. Why don't we do some random kiss and cry news slash random things that we wanted to talk about very quickly. Yes, very quickly. So World Team Trophy related, there was a video of Alexander Galeamov doing a pairs lift with Misha Kolyada. And I was like, this, why are you so small, Misha? 
And I love how the gala practice of World Team Trophy became the most intense part of the event because it turned into a freaking quad fest amongst the men and not Yuzuru Hanyu trying 11 quad axles in the gala practice. <laughs> and then just Alexei Mishin oh just videoing gosh. everything Hanyu was doing and everyone else just standing at the boards agape going, the hell is going on? It just anyway it was a i don't know for some for some reason like the end of the skating season has been so chaotic starting with team tuparitsa going on urgant which is like the russian late night tv show equivalent equivalent to like the tonight show with jimmy fallon that kind of deal the whole freaking team went i mean sasha trusova dyed her hair red like all of her hair red um Aliona Kostarnaya producing a triple axel with a step out on show lights. So I guess she's staying at Team Tuparitsa. And she also created her own TikTok uh, account with a username Your Little Devil 3, which I <laughs> I cackled so hard to. Big energy. This is like the slogans or like the I don't know the screen printing that you have on those like mini crop tops that you <gasps> used to yes. wear in the 90s if you grew up in the 90s with bell bottom pants. Bell Your little pants. devil with like Hello. a Paul Frank yes. monkey or something or like oh. a happy bunny. Yes, 100%. I think Aliona really gives off the vibe of Juicy Couture pink oh velvet tracksuits yes. head to toe. I agree. Yes. That's her energy. Um, anyways, why don't we um, end with um, <laughs> some random coaching change news. Oh my god. Uh, Evgeny Tarasova and Vladimir Morozov have joined Team Tutbritsa for next season. Because Eteri just, just, she's just like, there's a gap in pair skating. Like, their jumps aren't strong. And I'm like, well, if we can see that the side-by-side -side jumps don't exist for pairs, Eteri certainly can. And she's just like, let me hop straight onto it. So, like, I mean, the good thing oh is that Evgeny and Vladimir are adults and they have control of their coaching situation. So let's just hope we don't get another candy man. I don't think a Terry would even allow oh God, that. A Terry wouldn't, yeah. would, no, a Terry would never, would never. I so like, sure not. <laughs> anyway, the biggest news though, absolutely biggest news that we won't go too much into because it's so chaotic. Vanessa James and Eric Radford. Oh gosh. Coming out of retirement. And being like, hey, we're going to skate pairs for Canada. Yeah, we're just going to leave that one be for now. We may talk about our feelings in a later episode, but we have talked for way too long. So I'm Joss, and you can come and chat with us at Let's Get Down Pod. That's L-U-T-Z, Get Down Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to work with us, please shoot us an email at letsgetdownpod at gmail.com. I'm Claudia, and if you like this podcast and had as much fun as Team France seemed to have had all event, please leave us a review and give us some five-star love. We would really, really appreciate it. Thank you all for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.